1: Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman. Alongside me today, Andrew McKenna and Barry Wilkinson. A surreal day in Barbados where England took 19 West Indian wickets, including a Stuart Broad hat-trick.
2: Yes, it was maybe 16th of January is my lucky day with uh, three years ago that... Um... Six for the Wanderers. But, uh, yeah, shame this wasn't a test match, I suppose. But, yeah, I, I, the, the, the important thing that came out personally for me today was the the new run-up, the rhythm of the new run-up, feeling good, slightly short of delivery stride and um, hitting the crease hard. More reaction to England's demolition to come. Unsurprisingly,
1: Captain Joe Root, pretty happy with life.
3: Yeah, very good. Very good two days. Uh, very pleasing start to the to the tour. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can have two more good ones going into the first
1: test. Less good news for Ollie Stone, uh, who you heard from a couple of days ago. He's picked up a back injury that rules him out of the tour. He will return home. We will discuss potential call-ups, look ahead to the next warm-up game, which starts here at the same ground on Thursday, and hear from another member of the Barmy Army. And if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's tour of the Caribbean. You're listening to Following On. And you find myself, John Norman and Andrew McKenna on the outfield about half an hour earlier uh, than play actually finished on day one here at 3W's Oval. Uh, The players taking a somewhat by surprise macker when they walked from the field. West Indies President's 11 losing 19 wickets uh, on day two. Farcical at times, must be said. 203 for 19 when Singh, the only batsman who could really look back on a sorry scorecard with any uh, real pride, 35 in the first and 25 in second uh, innings. Um, within the innings uh, in and amongst that though some uh, quite poor batting from uh, the West Indies President's Eleven some decent bowling poor pitch as well low bounce I would say counting for at least four of those uh, what have we learnt Macca anything from
4: today? Um, actually I think we've learnt that England are ruthless it's not their fault that the opposition aren't up to it so that's a good sign um, Stuart Broad was working on his new run up and he said he felt much more comfortable in doing that so that's a that's really useful for him the slightly worrying thing that we've learned and that i've learned in the last few minutes is that apparently the game that starts tomorrow is going to be the same pitch now if it was looking tired and low today what's that going to play like on friday well, that is something, isn't it? Uh, there was a, a couple
1: of LBWs. I don't think any batsman could do anything about ball shooting through. You are right, though. England's intensity didn't drop at any point today, did it? Um, and very often you do see that happen. It's it's just to be expected. It's uh, a little bit of jet lag. It's a, a game that's never going to be lost. There's no real pressure on. Uh, but they didn't uh, relinquish their grip on the, this West Indies President's eleven uh, from start to finish. You mentioned Stuart Broad. He took a hat-trick today at one stage. I thought it was going to be one of those days, especially when he was bowling to Elzari Azari Joseph, um, a guy who's in the test squad, uh, played and missed maybe 15 times against Broad, and then Broad thought, hang on, uh, why don't I just fire it in on the pads? It did keep a little low, scuttled him, and then after that, it was a procession. With not often, though, that your hat-trick uh, wickets are batsmen's 10, 11 and 12.
4: <laughs> we've, we've seen a lot of firsts in this. I mean, I've never seen... A scorecard like we've got for this game. Stuart Board did bolt really well. And as you mentioned, he has these spells. It's three years ago today that he took five for one against South Africa. Um, so we know he can do it. When he gets into rhythm, he is utterly unplayable. And, and we've seen that today. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's part of him in the back of his mind thinking... If I was going to get a hat-trick, I wouldn't have minded it being in the test match next week. But, you know, when you're a bowler, you just have to take these things when they come along.
1: Well, you mentioned Stuart Broad. You have spoken to him. Let's hear a little of what he has to say.
4: Stuart, you've had another of those days where everything just seems to click and four in five.
2: Yes, it was maybe 16th of January is my lucky day with uh, three years ago that... Um, Six for the Wanderers, but uh, yeah, shame this wasn't a Test match, I suppose. But yeah, I, the, the, the important thing that came out personally for me today was the the new run up, the rhythm of the new run up, feeling good, slightly shorter delivery stride, and um, hitting the crease hard. Uh, so I, it, the first spell was really like a getting used to being out in the middle again, I suppose. And then the second spell, I tried to um, ramp it up a little bit um, more with a bit more intensity and. I reckon those sort of five, six overs I bowled in the afternoon um, was as good as I felt for a long time. Got the ball swinging away, lovely to the right-hander, um, and uh, hit some, some good lengths on, on a pitch that's quite useful to bowl on as well. That second spell, there was so much swishing. It was like a Three Musketeers movie. Were you in danger? Were you starting to feel that you might miss out? Uh, Yeah, but I think in warm-up games you're not too bothered if you miss out or not. It's all about um, the the rhythm of bowling and getting the body used to 90 overs in the field and getting some overs in the legs. So I think... Um, it's always nice for the confidence to pick up a few wickets, but if you, get, if you don't get wickets in warm games, it's not something that really deadens your confidence, it's about how you bowl, and uh, I, I, before the wickets came, actually, I was encouraged with the plays and misses, because that meant that the, the shape of my action and the shape of the ball was in a good place, and look, whether they nick them or not, you can't control, you've just got to get the ball in the right area don't get many days with 19 wickets so as a team i guess you're, you're pretty happy with that as a day's work delighted we are just heading the change room there just rounded up actually quite a ruthless performance it's very easy in warm-up games to you know take your foot off the gas when you've when you've got quite a few wickets etc but what we did we just continued to to hunt wickets which is a really good habit to get into um as a team and I mean, a huge credit to our fielding today, actually, that uh, it's something that you can overlook in warm-up games sometimes, but our fielding was sharp, it was a lot of diving stops and good catches and, and that's something that we want to obviously continue into to the test series because we'll expect the pitches to play probably better than this one. Um, so we we'll, could we'll create less chances, it means you, they're more, even more important to take finally from me. Obviously, the news Ollie's going to be going home. Got to be disappointed for him. Really disappointed. Yeah, it's uh, anytime time uh, anyone gets injured, it's it, it's frustrating for the group and and you're obviously very disappointed for the player. Um, but so early in the trip, obviously just arriving, um, it's hugely disappointing. But I think deep down, uh, a couple of days ago when he felt like sharp pain in his back, lower back, it's always a sign of. Uh, a little bit of reaction um, bone reaction so uh, naturally everyone's disappointed for him um, And uh, but he, he's a fine bowler and I'm sure we'll see him in an England shirt soon So Stuart Broad obviously Happer after a, a good day for him
1: good day for all the England bowlers really Anderson 4 for 12 Curran taking new ball uh, 2 for 18 Leach somewhat expensive 1 for 65 uh, Wokes weighed in with a uh, 1 for 11 Alley 2 for 33 Stokes the only bowler not to take a wicket uh, Root 3 for 12 Let's talk about Root. Uh, if Broad is happy, certainly you've just spoken to, to, to Joe. Uh, again, you know, almost perfect day, really.
4: Absolutely. You can't ask for more than that, can you, as a captain? Um, you've got a batting day and a bowling day. On your batting day, you score more than 300. On your bowling day, you take 19 wickets. Um, as a warm-up, and let's keep reiterating, th- this was effectively glorified nets. It, it, it's a practice match. I, I really don't think you can ask much more than that. They've done what they needed to do.
1: One bad moment of the day, though, news coming from the camp. Ollie Stone, who you spoke to a couple of days ago, ruled out of the tour. Big blow for him. Um, a young man, he'll come back from it, but no one likes to see a player leaving uh, because of injury.
4: Absolutely. I did wonder, actually, whether there, were, there was a little problem because Ollie Stone, on the very first day that we were here watching them net, which was Sunday, so they arrived Friday afternoon, didn't do anything Saturday, and on Sunday he was doing a warm-up on his own before the main session when all the others were playing football or doing whatever their particular warm-up was. He wasn't part of that. He didn't seem to be moving that comfortably. And indeed, when they did get into the nets, he was in a group. It was Sam Curran, Chris Wokes, and Ollie Stone. Now, Ollie, naturally, is the quickest of those three by some distance. In the net, in the first 20 minutes, half an hour, when you would expect, when you've got loose and you're at your freshest, you'd be at your quickest. Chris Wokes was hitting the back of the net considerably quicker than Ollie Stone was. And he, I did have a little think to myself then, I oh, wonder what's this? Because he didn't look himself. It turns out he's got this back problem. They've sent him for a scan and it, there is an issue there. So you've got to feel for the guy, you know, so early in the tour. You know, he hasn't even had a chance to play a game.
1: Uh, and if anyone's listening and thinking Mac has been wise after the event, listen back to what he said two days ago absolutely nailed it he saw the problem early didn't realise what it was um, but yeah unfortunately that has borne out uh, let's hear from Joe Root though caught up with Maka just a few
4: moments ago Joe you've got to be happy with that as a day's work 19 wickets on your bowling day yeah very
3: good very good two days uh, very pleasing start to the to the tour so um, yeah hopefully we can have two more good ones going into the first test
4: there were lots of people on social media asking when it got to 13 14 15 wickets in a day is this doing England any good? What do you think? I think that spending time in the field is very important. Getting overs
3: in guys' legs, um, getting time out there, having three sessions under your belt can be very important. We've got two two days in the field, so you've got to make the most of them. Um, and that's why we, we sort of carried on as, as long as we did, really, um, trying to make... Get a few guys in with the, a ball with that second new ball. It didn't quite work out exactly like that. But, you know, it, it's, it is important to get, get those uh, miles in your legs, if you like, even if it's just in the field. Get used to the rhythm of play, being out there for six hours. So um, a really beneficial you know,
4: day for us. How do you approach tomorrow then? Because we do it all again for two more games. Is it going to be wholesale change and make sure that everyone gets an outing before the first test? Yeah, there'll
3: be a few changes. I think it's important to try and uh, give everyone as much time as possible uh, and get themselves familiar with the surfaces, uh, the the conditions and give us as a group, as a squad, as much information as possible. Uh, Make sure we're doing as much learning out of these next two days as we have these two. um, So we've got as much information as we can going into that first test.
4: Obviously, that's not going to involve Ollie Stone with the news today that he's going to have to go home. Your thoughts on that?
3: Yeah, I'm good for him. He's worked extremely hard to get into this squad um, and he he did some really good work in Sri Lanka, pushed his case really hard and was doing exactly the same here. So, It is a massive blow for him personally for our our team as well Um, and I'm sure we'll see plenty more of him in the future.
1: England captain Joe Root with Andrew McKenna there I've been joined by Barry Wilkinson uh, not been a good day for West Indies Presidents 11, Shield Berry Daily Telegraph, Shield Berry uh, popped up and said about midway through
5: the day, why is this team called the Presidents 11 when there are 12 of them any ideas? <laughs> that's a very good question, but for me, I think they should have 24 of them because they have not really batted like a, a team that's worthy to be a, of a first-class level. It's been very disappointing. Unfortunately, I think some of the manner of dismissals have been a bit amateur, and for the, uh, you know, for the exception of Vishal Singh, who shows some fight, shows some grit and determination, uh, the team has looked way below the standard of what should be in a first-class match. Even though this officially is not, uh, generally, you would expect perhaps this might have been a three-day first-class game and this would have been the team that would have been chosen. So, yeah, it's been disappointing. You mentioned Singh, even he was out
1: stumped, wasn't he, dancing down the track and doing all that good work. Yesterday we saw batting's not easy. It hasn't been on those two days. Um, Joe Root really the only person to really look comfortable on the track. Yes, few of those dismissals today, ball keeping very, very low. I struggle to see, though, what either team have really got
5: out of these last couple of days. Yeah, well, what I'm disappointed in mostly, correct. Um, you're correct what you what you said, but what I'm mostly disappointed in is that Alzari Joseph and John Campbell are two players who have been selected in the, the test squad, who are obviously trying to get into the final 11. Now, John Campbell, I don't think, took the opportunity to kneel down, show the selectors that, look, I want to make my debut next Wednesday. From what I saw from him today, he looked quite casual, Um, got out both times uh, quite soft and he's trying to make his test debut next Wednesday so I think England if uh, they're going to be bowling to him next week will be licking their chops from what they have seen and then alzari joseph you've got oshane thomas who's been brought in to have cover for alzari joseph and i would have thought that yesterday alzari would have perhaps shown a bit more aggression in his bowling to say to the selectors i am fit i am ready i want this gig you don't have to worry about oshane being any cover for me I didn't see that. He looked like if he was perhaps just measuring himself rather than extending himself. So those are the two things I'm disappointed in. And um, yeah, you're correct. Um, the, the manner of dismissals, the, the, the batting has not shown any application by the presence 11, even though the pitch has been difficult. You still have to learn to buckle down. Vishal Singh, for, for all intents and purposes, 135 balls for 35 runs. Um, he did all the hard work and then just gave it away. There's another one giving it away there, wicket number 18. Barry uh,
1: joining me midway through the evening session, so we still have to wait and see just how many wickets uh, are going to fall today. You mentioned Singh, is that the only positive, only slight crumb of comfort you take from uh, today's action?
5: A little encouraging, uh, some encouraging signs from perhaps Raymond Reefer, who's now again going out to bat for the second time in uh, about a couple of hours. But Singh has been the only shining light for me. Rifa, perhaps, um, if you, if you want, to be, uh, want to be overly positive, you would say that he was looking a bit determined. But again, run scoring has been difficult. We haven't seen anyone try to work ones and twos. Sunil Ambris, who is a test cricketer, uh, you know, he instead of trying to work the ball around, he, he lashed out like if he was trying to win the World Cup uh, with uh, 10 balls to spare. So I have not seen many positives, I will tell you. I haven't seen many.
1: Well, it's the first time I've seen you without a smile on your face in the last couple of days. So hopefully this time tomorrow when we catch up, uh, that laughter and the uh, smile will be back. Sam Ellard, he's a guy that puts uh, a smile on people's face. faces. Uh, he's been out and about catching up with uh, an England fan who's made the journey over here to Barbados.
6: Thank you very much, Sean. Yeah, I'm with Max. And uh, Max, you're here in the West Indies, Barbados, by yourself, aren't you? Yeah. Did you spend to everyone... What you're doing here and how you're here
7: yeah so i'm actually here just getting my visa um and i'm working on a yacht so i need to come here to get my american visa and i thought what better place to come than up and watch some england cricket so yeah yeah you've
6: been having a net having you with some of the guys you've been uh meeting some of the england cricketers getting getting pictures and everything
7: yeah yeah it's been awesome like oh, some of the west indies guys are so humble just really inviting and being able to net inside and out with some of the boys some of the uh, west indies players that are playing the test as well so that's pretty yeah. cool yeah
6: and what sort of stuff have you been you've been getting up to away from the cricket
7: um just relaxing really on the beach um you know what well, it's a nice island really like it compared to some of the others as well so just being on the beach chilling out
6: yeah and what's like being by yourself a little away from everyone else a nice bit of peace nice. quiet at times
7: yeah it's nice to have a day off so uh, yeah, yes yeah, don't normally haven't had a day off in about a month so <laughs> yeah. it's a nice to holiday
6: <laughs> and water day as well here sure taking a hat trick beautiful sunshine england going well
7: yeah i think they're, they're looking good for the test i think only, only good things can come from it, I think, yeah, definitely.
6: And what sort of stuff away from the cricket are you going to be up to in the West Indies over the next couple of days and weeks?
7: I think I'll still come up, watch tomorrow and stuff. Um, I think might go out to some of the uh, bars. I think horse racing might be on a Saturday. Um, I think that's probably a good thing to do. So hopefully I'll go down there. It's going to be quite busy. Maybe get lucky on <laughs> the uh, horse racing. Thanks, Sam. That's
1: all we have for you today. Tomorrow's podcast will once again take place at the 3Ws as warm-up number two gets underway. I wonder how many wickets we're going to see. This has been Following On. To never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. The Following On podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados